This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You are your greatest asset. It's time you started investing in that. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash double toasted and take care of you. Oh, let's see what we got here. All right, let's go ahead and get into this review, y'all. I figured that this would be a cool review because the Saints of Newark, the many Saints of Newark, excuse me, there's mm-hmm. more than one. You know, there's plenty of them. There's a lot of them out there. Um, that's based on the show The Sopranos. Yo, you know old Tony in the game. Sure. I don't. I never watched Sopranos. You never watched I, it? And not because I was against it. Oh. I just... I just never got into it. I mean, wow, it was, that was a show everybody was talking about. It was it was the beginning of peak TV. You know what? There was a time that I did not have. I don't even think I had cable, uh-huh. so I didn't have HBO. Okay, that's probably why I didn't watch The Wire, y'all, because I didn't have. Oh yeah, if you, yeah. Well, that would that would make sense. Why? Yeah. So, you know, I didn't have cable at the time. <laughs> I missed the beginning of it. It got to the point where it was. It, it, I missed so many seasons. It got yeah. a little overwhelming. Yeah. And I just never got into it, but. You know, everybody's talking about how, oh, man, the, the Sopranos is back. Like, it's, there's so many. There's like a whole new generation discovering yeah. the Sopranos right now. Marriage, or any partnership for that matter, is a give and a take. We are a family. So we're going to deal with this as a family. All due respect, you got no fucking idea what it's like to be number one. You know what, man? Uh... I thought that that would be great for me to come in and do this review because somebody who hadn't seen The Sopranos, sure. now everybody knows who Tony is. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody knows James Gandolfini, man. Mm-hmm. But I had never seen this show before. So what is it like? Now, you watch this show. Man, I wish Juicy was here. Because we, we have three different tiers where it's you who's never watched it. Yeah. Me who watched all of it and was a fan. But do you have Juicy, Chris Herman, who's a super fan. So we can have three different perspectives here. That's too bad, but it's just yeah. you and me. Well, fuck him. You know, it's yeah. just me and you. Yeah. He had his chance. <laughs> he had a chance to be here. No, I know he has something to do. So you'll just have to deal with. Well, you'll get a well-rounded review here. With, yeah. we, I mean, look, you are a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan just because I hadn't seen it. But they, some people say, man, you know what? Oh, but that movie, that movie's going to grab people. That movie's going to make people. The, the many saints in Newark. That's the one that's going to make a fan out of right, you. Right. That's going to make you, ooh, this is going to be so good that when you go in there and you don't know who Uncle Junior is or Big Pussy or who, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to want to go back and research this and see how all these people, all these gangsters that you know Plus and love. You, you get to see the origin of Tony Soprano so you can follow it from there where it goes. Yeah. Oh, we're going to turn you out with this one. If you ain't a fan now, this is the movie that's going to make you one. Oh, Corey, I hope you got a lot of time on your hands because you're going to go back and watch this whole series. All right? I'm just going to be there talking about what the fuck is going on, which could be a big possibility if you're not a fan of the show. Where do I lie in this? Am I a newfound fan because I love the movie so much? Uh, am I back to where I am? Where is it like, eh, eh, I'm cool. Or... Am I a curious person now that at least wants to go in and find out a little bit more about this world? We'll go ahead and talk about all that after we watch the trailer for The Many Saints of Newark. And we'll be right back with our review after this. What do you want, Richard? I'll be honest with you. I want the money. I want to do a good deed. I want to do a lot more. The best things 
and life for free. I try to set an example for my nephew. Them to the birds and bees. Can I just say something? That song that just bugs the shit. It does not go with this trailer at all. <laughs> I'm not. I, I mean, I'm watching this. I don't want to say nothing, but <laughs> well, it it goes with when it, when it first popped up. He said, "What do you want, Richard?" And then he's like, "Money." Ding, 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 ding. It worked then. The rest yeah. of it, eh. But I haven't heard this song in so long. It's <laughs> these gangsters out there doing this gangster shit, and niggas got this this goddamn woman back that I want the money. <laughs> goddamn, this is. I had to say something. <laughs> Anthony got kicked out of school. I went through all that trouble, and for what? I'm always being accused. You gotta be good. That's what I want. I want to do whatever I can to help the family. That's what I want. Money don't get everything, it's true. What it don't get, I can't use. I want money. Wonder what they talk about in there. I didn't catch the name. Pussy. <laughs> Put him on the table. Dick, I just got this jacket. I, I try so hard. Gotta do something about Dickie Malasani. What? Hello. I know you can get anything. Look at Dickie Malasani. He steps up, takes care of his family, takes care of all the business. If anybody tells anybody about this, what are you doing on your merit badges? I want to do all kinds of good things. It's the one thing. comes from always wanting things. But who do I know? I'm a murderer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I doing here? Hard. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, I've been sitting in prison the whole time talking to this man. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're not a good person. <laughs> uh I'll tell you for me, let's, let's let you know. Let me get down to how I feel walking into this, man, okay. because you know you're familiar with this. It's not yes. that I don't want to hear your opinion, but you know, just for somebody like me, man, who has not seen The Sopranos, and I'm walking cold into this prequel because that's what this is. This is a prequel that's dealing with, first of all, the origin story of Tony Soprano, played by his son. Uh, well, uh, uh, Gandolfini's son. Yeah, Michael Gandolfini. Michael, Gan Michael Gandolfini. Who looks just like him? Perfect casting. It's weird. Everybody says that, and I don't think so. I, I couldn't help but see. I mean, I saw it the I mean, whole time. It, it's one of those where somebody goes like, "That's his son." It's like, "Oh yeah, I can see the resemblance," but I don't look at him outside of that and go like, "Hey, he looks like James Gandolfini." Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, they got me. Uh, you know, I, 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 the whole time I thought looks just like him, man. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you see, <laughs> because I actually pulled this picture up. Let me see if I can find it, because. Uh, because everybody thought, like, you probably think James Gandolfini, when he was a kid, he like Nelson from The Simpsons or something, <laughs> man. Let me see if I can find him. I found a picture of him in high school. And his son don't look like him in high school nearly as much as he does as when James Gandolfini got older. But James Gandolfini was kind of a goofy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, seeing this kid, I'm like, I can kind of see that, man. Uh at least I'll tell you this, whether you think he looks like his his father or not, he looked enough like him for me to say, I'm convinced of the part. Okay. I'm convinced of the role right there. So, you know, everybody's looking forward to seeing 
oh, the birth of Tony Soprano. But what this really is dealing with, this is uh, dealing with the people in Tony's life more than it does with him, particularly his Uncle Dickie. Uh, his Uncle Dickie, who is going around trying to hold all the family together while trying to keep the family business together, which, of course, is some gangster shit, and at the same time trying to keep Tony's badass out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Tony just does things just like, just little shitty things like kidnapping ice cream man yeah. and then giving away his, his ice cream to people yeah. just yeah. to be an asshole. Yeah, it just seemed kind of pointless, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, it really did. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, you figure gangsters, they, they, they steal to make money. That's all they're about, you know. All that, that bullshit about a code that the Godfather introduced yeah. is, is bullshit. They're all about money. But he's, he's just being a juvenile delinquent. Yeah, he didn't even want the money. Yeah. I thought they were robbing an ice cream truck to right. take the money. No, they just wanted to be just, just assholes, man. Even though I got left. It's a, the ice cream man had it coming, though. If you, yeah, if you can't hear them big motherfuckers entering your ice cream truck and snatching your ass down, you know what? You don't, you don't deserve that truck. You, you should have been more yeah, vigilant. There should have been a little bit of like, hey, what's going on back there? Yeah, got your ass looking like a Muppet up here. Yo. <laughs> yeah, you should be more aware of your surroundings. But for me, coming into this movie only barely known anything about the Sopranos, just the basics that everybody else knows, and that's from reading stuff on the internet. Uh, this is like being invited to a family reunion where you don't know anyone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like yeah. you're, you're familiar with these, right, these, these right, people. Right, right. You've, seen, you've seen pictures of them in your friend's house when you've gone over there, but you've never met them before. Right. Or got to know them. Mm-hmm. And everyone is there at this family reunion, and they could give a fuck less who you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one is introducing themselves. They're just having a good time uh-huh. telling stories and uh-huh. pretending that your ass ain't there. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and what's crazier? What's crazier about it is that the friend that invited you, he told you to meet him there, and he got there halfway after it was done. Uh huh. You know, he showed up late. Yeah, yeah. So you're sitting around there just like not knowing what to do. Because that's what I was talking about. You know, you got you're, everybody knows Tony Soprano. And we just got through talking about how Michael Gandolfini is his uh, is his son. Yeah. And so when they were talking about, and everybody was into the casting of this. Uh, right, of this. Right, everybody. Right. Was, it's what they've been pumping on in all the all the promos. That's all they've been talking about. Like they made they made it seem like Tony was going to be the main character. Where like we were getting the 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 the, uh, the, the origin. origin story yeah, of him. Yeah, that's that's how they've been selling it, and he is a secondary, if not tertiary, character in this in this movie. Yeah. So you people, you think <laughs> I thought I was going to the reunion? I was like, well, shit, I'll be hanging with Tony. You know, <laughs> Tony, Tony will look after me. Tony, yeah. shit, Tony had my ass there, and he didn't get there until near the shit was done. <laughs> And I'm just like, man, I don't know nobody around here. I'm just looking at my, my hands in my pocket. Uh huh. Just standing over, yeah. just hovering by the food table, just just munching on chips. Yeah. Every now and then you make a joke or you yeah, laugh, yeah, yeah. and everybody in the room be looking at you like, Shut right, the fucker. Yeah, yeah. You start to make a joke, and people walk off before you even get to the punchline. Yeah. So you know, I was thinking, man, this looks like this is going to be cool because at least I know Tony, and I can get to know Tony, and uh, that'll help me get introduced to the rest of this world, this universe. And he shows up. 
really, Tony shows up halfway through the movie. Young Tony, mm-hmm. he shows up halfway through the movie. Yeah. So I'm not, but I'm not complaining. That's the thing, because it's going to sound like I'm sitting up here. I'm mad because they they didn't tell me what was going on. Well, the movie was not made for me. It was made for the fans of the of the mm-hmm. show. So I'm not complaining at all, man. This is for the fans. For them, I, I don't know. Now, this is where I'm going to ask you because for the fans, I think it might be great. It has lots of Easter eggs, have lots of call of, of callbacks. They got Now, I read up on some things, so I do know because there were some things I was just confused about. And I said, is this, some, is this a reference to something in the show? And so I, I was reading how they told stories on the Soprano series. Yeah. And they pretty much went ahead and filmed those stories yes. for the movie. Right. So I said, man, you know what? That is cool. Uh, I got my opinion of this, but I'm not even trying to make it a valid opinion. That comes from the people who really love the show. Right. And that would be you. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what you think about this. Uh, so I, I know that whenever it gets <clears throat> announced that there, somebody's making a movie of mm-hmm. a TV show, especially one that's been off the air, I'm always my question is always like, why? Like, can't we just let this, like, it happened you don't have to stoke everybody or or get them pumped up to see more because it's kind of like you know the story's done and a lot of times they do prequels or even if it's after the fact you know i'm not excited about it but who knows and i know i feel like most of the time it doesn't work now people will argue they'll say like well serenity was that one you know from firefly that and and people who are fans of firefly always say you don't even have to watch the series for serenity to be good which I say to them, that's because you don't have the perspective of not having watched the series. I, when I saw Serenity having not watched the series, I was like, this movie is just kind of mediocre at best. Yeah. And they're making references to things that don't seem to matter within this unit here. Now, I've seen the series since and going like, okay, but still, it's not, it doesn't really stand up on its own all that well. Um, so when it comes to this, it's, um, <clears throat> it's kind of that same thing where... They are, they're, they're, it's a reenactment of stories they've told throughout the series. You're getting to see things. But um, not only is what they do here not as interesting as the imagination led you to think about with those stories, but this movie really came off like a well-produced fan film. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fan service. It's, it's more Easter eggs than a Christian neighborhood. Um, and it's something where it's like yeah yeah, I I can't help but feeling like this is just too little way after the fact and it doesn't really look I think this is not that good okay Uh, you know what so for me again having not watched the show uh I think there was enough for me to enjoy this as a gangster flick. But, you know, only a typical gangster flick. Because I thought it, look, I, I thought it looked great. I love the cinematography in here. It's, it, the cinematography in this is surprisingly atmospheric and soft <laughs> for a gangster movie, especially with all the hard things that they have done, that, that, that they're doing in here. Mm-hmm. All the violence, all the gangsterism. I love watching it, man. I love watching it. Uh... I do think it's cool how they went and made this, and this is, I think, where some, they had something and they dropped the ball. I really like that they approached this through the character of Dickie, 
uh, Uncle Dicky right here. Who is that actor that plays him? Alessandro Nivola. I like that they went ahead and just made Dicky the main character because that was something where now nah, I could follow his story. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. That's a new character for everybody, really. I guess because I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, it was always mentioned. Tony always mentioned how yeah. he was. You know, that that was his uncle that he idolized. You know, you got the impression that he was the reason he got into the mob, and his, uh, you know, his son Christopher, who Tony ends up killing. Uh, you know, it was why he took Christopher under his wing. Like, well, your dad meant a lot to me, so I'm, I'm taking you under my wing until he kills him eventually. Yeah, you know, see, that's a, that's a, that's what I liked about that particular <laughs> approach to the movie. I thought Dicky was a character like where instead of uh, kind of pushing this as a Tony, look, cause that's where they messed up. Instead of pushing this as a Tony Soprano prequel, mm-hmm. push this as a just as a sort of a, take it from the approach of almost of an anthology. It's a prequel in the sense that we see Uncle Dickie, who was always mentioned, but we really do focus on him without having to like put in all the fan service that is there. I don't think the fan service was necessarily needed. Anytime you put that much fan service in something, There's a lot. it always seems false. Uh, it's, it's, so much of it was just, and, and it would just go like, and this is this character when they were young, and this is yeah, this character. It's exactly. Like, you you could have not done that. Now watching Uncle Dickie right here, He's the main character. It's not hard to follow his story. You know, he's a big shot in the crime family. Like you, like I said, you're trying to see him hold all the rest of the family together, which is where we, cool, we get to see everybody that everybody knows and love being young. That could have felt more natural as like he's trying to hold them together. Uh, and also, as I said, trying to keep Tony's little badass together too. That's where we could have had Tony. But if we followed him more, I think that would have been great. Uh, and also, I love that, I don't, love is a strong word here. It's not love. I just thought it was interesting that in the middle of all this, the main heart of the story is that he has to deal with this rivalry with a black gangster, mm-hmm. Harold, played by Leslie Odom Jr. I thought that that was a, a cool approach to this. But there's nothing outside of, of, of that, even when I like that story. There's nothing outside that story that we haven't seen before in the typical gangster flick. You know what I mean? I haven't seen before. Uh, This movie is two hours of gangster cliches. And and, and you you can predict it just because, like, well, even the lowest gangster movies do this, and they they always write their gangsters where they're hotheads and they'll murder somebody on an impulse, put no work into cleaning it up, and somehow it just keeps on going. Yeah, and, and nobody around them seems to know that, like, oh, this person might murder me at any second. People, this is, they again, pull out the checklist. Yeah, oh, checklist, you, yeah, be, definitely. Pull out the checklist of typical gangster shit. Uh, murder some henchmen, check. Get a mistress. Yeah, check. Murder somebody who brutally torture people for information. Yeah, check. Maybe murder them afterwards, whether it's on purpose or accidentally. Check. Hey, and let's not forget, eat some spaghetti with the guys while Sinatra's playing. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Oh, don't don't forget, murder somebody close to me because they said the wrong thing. Cause they cause of over some stupid shit. Cause yeah. they said cause somebody laughed or something. You know, it's uh yeah, people. It's all the things that we've seen. Scorsese, the, the, Scorsese has, uh, has washed and rinsed this repeat so many times <laughs> <know>. already. The <laughs> shit's bleached the color exactly. out of it, man. Even he's like, all right, I'm I'm, I'm kind of done with this. I mean, really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like once you get to the point where they actually showing spaghetti being brought out while Sinatra's playing, I'm like, all right, man. I know. I know. <laughs> is this a 
<laughs> I, I wasn't sure I was watching a gangster flick, but I'm, it's, starting to, it's starting to come to me now. <laughs> Spaghetti and the meatballs being brought up. <laughs> the only thing you didn't hear was that summer And They might as well had a dude come out with a corny issue. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, you know, I liked it, but nothing special. The only thing I think what I liked about it is that you know me and period pieces, and being that this is a period piece, I thought that they did really, uh, they did a great job filming this. You know, and if anything said it against the typical gangster flick, if anything went against that, um, it was kind of nice seeing this set against the uh, backdrop of uh, of racial tension. Oh, the Newark riots. Yeah, the Newark riots. Yeah, man, uh, seeing this. With your black characters in here, it was kind of cool seeing a gangster story, story being set up against that kind of backdrop. Because almost through the whole movie, every now and then, you just keep getting glimpses of the Newark riots going on in the background. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was kind of a cool approach right there. A nice setting for that. It was a great way to create tension that's already existing between these rivals anyway. Uh, that rivalry is almost like it, it extended to the city. So that was something that I liked, man. Um you know, uh, as far as uh, out, out, something outside of that, I couldn't really tell you anything about the characters as far as knowing them. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that I know some of these characters enough to realize that some of this shit seems like Sopranos cosplay. I was just I, the, the moment you took a break. That's just what I was going to say. It comes off as as cosplay, especially the more they show the characters that we know of as older, in particular uh, Silvio. With Man, the, with the, I had it the, ready, right? There. Yeah, Look at that. That actor, uh, John Magaro, playing him with that. He's got a, a, a ball cap that he puts a wig <laughs> on top of and does the hunching and, and, he, and his lip out like this. And yeah. it's like, is this a comedy impression? This is clownish. Shit, comedy. I thought this was a Sopranos convention going right, on. Right, right. That's what it seemed like. people just dressed in costume. Yeah. It doesn't help when you bend you your yeah, mouth down right, like this, right, you right, hunch, right. and then you say everything like this. It sounds like a cartoonish voice. Yeah. You know, it's like even even a, a little Steven. Yeah. Who plays the Steven Van Zandt. Yeah, yeah. He, he, little Steven. Uh, even he didn't sound like that when exactly. he was playing it. Anybody can bend over and talk like this. It's almost like a mob thing already. Yeah. A cross between a mob guy and Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, it's like, come on. I was like, man. Yeah, because it was such a, it was so diverse between Billy Magnuson as as Polly Walnuts, who was was nothing like the older actor, <laughs> to, to John Magaro, who was doing it to the extreme, where you're like, am I supposed to be laughing at this? I don't, I don't get it. I didn't even know that was Billy Magnuson. I didn't either. And not the older, until afterwards. And I tell you the reason why I say I don't know who that is. But that's a fake ass nose they got on yeah, them. Yeah. Like I didn't know. I didn't know that Billy Magnuson. Billy Magnuson is uh funny. He was just in uh, uh, no, no time, time to, to die. die. And I was like, I did not know that was him. But I said, whoever that dude is, they put a big ass rubber nose on him. Yeah. I think they might. might they must have dark contacts on his eyes because I, I I didn't recognize him until I saw his name in the credits and no, had to go, go back and look. I saw them say Billy Magnuson. I was like, I was like where? <laughs> yeah. And you know, and then they they make sure to give you this. You know. This is what I don't like in movies that are doing fan services when they just stop the movie to like, or they 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 take time to point out things that don't really need to be pointed mm-hmm. out. Uh, Silvio, what Silvio? Yeah. Like, there's a point that they gotta. They even have to tell you about his hair. Oh yeah, I know. 
Like, make sure that you know where the pompadour came yeah. from and everything. I was like, ah, man, you know, this is where... Not needed. This is where... And, and so for me, now, this is why I'm happy to hear you say this, because I said, for me, this feels like a serviceable gangster flick with a whole lot of bloat. Mm-hmm. And I said, but you know what? That's on me. Right, it, right. Because, I didn't do my you, homework. Yeah, you weren't in the world. You don't know. Corey, you don't know, then shut up and let everybody else have it. I just said, it just feels like there's a bunch of... Right when this thing feels like it's lean, it feels like it's going in. Like I said, you can keep, man. Sometimes I just prefer a simple story. Give me a simple run-of-the-mill gangster flick. Give me all the all the all the hit points in there, and I, I'm fine with that. I don't care. It doesn't have to be original. You know, that's a genre now. Mm-hmm. So if you give me just a basic gangster flick and it's filmed well, it's acted well, and some of these characters have just a little bit of depth to them. I'm fine with that. But every time it starts to get into that leanness over there, they got to stop to say, hey, here come Uncle Junior. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about no Uncle Junior over here. Sure. I was like, I, I, but that's me. I give a fuck about Uncle Junior. And Corey Stoll, who's an actor I love, the whole time I was like, I I, I guess he's Uncle Junior, but they, they make a clown of him the whole time. So it, it just feels like, hey, let's laugh at Uncle Junior. And I was like... See, I didn't even know what that. I thought Uncle Junior was somebody who was always made fun of throughout the show. Well, he sort of is just because he's old by that time. Like, <laughs> like he's very old. He's like, like there's even an episode where he's starting to have dementia. And he sees the Six Flags guy on TV, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, that's me." <laughs> oh wait, no, maybe it was Larry David. He was looking at saying that. Both of them. Both fit. of them. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, yeah. Just just some of these characters, they they play them for laughs. And and is that switch in tone, which is which is fine. I mean, you don't want to have it completely dour or serious, but it is it is too much of ha- like it's bloated because they throw in all these characters yeah. who we know from the series who don't really have a whole lot to do a lot of times, other yeah. than just kind of be clowns. They could just as well have been other people. And there's even a scene with with Tony where he's doing something with his with his high school girlfriend, and he goes like, "Hey, Carmela, stay back." And it's like. Man, we didn't. That didn't. Need, that, I know. That did not need to be her. As yeah. far as we know, they met in college or somewhere else. But like, no, they've been together since then. It's like, what is the? Yeah. What is the point? Like, that's that's why I felt like a fan film. It like a fan film of somebody who watched the series and said, man, all these different things they brought up. Our film was going to cover all that, explain every part of it. Yeah. And it's like nobody, nobody asked. The you Sopranos for that. was such a drama that when you start throwing it, man, too much fan service comes across like. A sitcom or a cartoon, yeah. Especially when all these, all these characters is. I mean, you start turning to Muppet Babies or a mm. pup named Scooby Doo or something. When you start seeing all these characters have been together the whole lives, you sure. know what I mean? Sure. You know, um, like Bam Bam and Pebbles. Oh, oh, and oh exactly, exactly. Uh, another big thing I thought was a huge misstep. Uh, so I, I love, love, love Ray Liotta, but this is once again where. He's he's playing the father of someone who's probably maybe ten years younger than him, um, but it's not enough that he's you know he's an exaggerated character, but he comes back as another character. He has to be a twin. Yes, and I was like, are we going into soap opera territory with twin brothers? And and it, it, it and it's almost get, made me feel like Joker, where I was like, with the second one, I was like, is is this real? Because it almost seems like it wasn't when it came but yeah. there's certain details in their conversation where I was like all right this wouldn't be a conversation with, with an imaginary character so I don't I don't it, this it just seemed unnecessary yeah I mean you know the only saving grace is that I really like those scenes 
Yeah, exactly. With Ray Liotta. Yeah, I that's the thing. That's the thing. I I like those scenes. I was just like, but as a story goes, especially one that's this long, this doesn't really have yeah. a place here. Yeah, I, yeah. I you know I I but I did like it though. You know I did I I looked forward when they would go back and see that version of Ray Liotta that, right there. That, those those were the nice moments. Yeah. Uh, even some of the moments with the other Ray Liotta was just cracking me up, man. They. <laughs> He, he so they're two different types. The the Ray Liotta that's in jail. The, the that's the brother that's just kind of he. You could tell he used to be cold at one time, but now he just seems like he's just a dude that just wised up in jail and is just like I've accepted my fate. Yeah. The other the other brother that Ray Liotta plays, uh, is just crazy. Married a young wife, beast of shit. <laughs> I mean, he didn't beast of shit away in a way that was like it's just. Man, it's, again, I, I use the word like just petty. Like she walking down the steps, he just kicks her down the steps and looks at her first. I'm like, bitch. Oh, like man, and there's a there's a really great scene. You're right. There's a well, they aged him up. I could tell they tried to age yeah, him up yeah. when he's playing the dad. Um, there's a great scene between uh, Dicky and his father, played by Ray Liotta, man. And I, I love that scene. Well, they get into a big argument. Uh oh. Let me see here. Oh, people, don't tell me it's starting again. Is it freezing? Oh, I'm seeing some red on here. Ooh. What is going on? All right, it's back. I don't know what happened. I had a little hiccup right there. Uh, he has a scene where he just looks at him. He just said, hey, look, you treated my mama bad. You ain't going to treat this other girl bad. I was like, I, I love this scene. He's like, yeah, you did that shit when I was a kid. I'm going to whoop your ass now if I see you doing it again. He's still talking shit. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Are we back now? I see it's green. I don't know why it went out. Uh, they said, yeah, it's been stuttering throughout the show. Oh, don't Damn tell it. him this is starting again. Don't tell me this shit is starting again. Oh, bit of a lag. Okay, I think it's I think it's come back. I'm getting number green right here. Yeah, that's better now. Uh, yeah, you know, watching this and it's probably a benefit. It's funny because a lot of people have been telling you it's going to be a detriment if you don't know the Sopranos and you go in and you don't know what's happening. You're going to be lost and you're probably gonna not probably not going to like the movie as much. Uh, I definitely saw the flaws. I definitely saw the flaws uh, uh, that the movie has that I think it'll have for both fans of the show and fans who are not of the show, which is bloat. There's just a lot of stuff going on there just so they could feed the fans the service that they want. And some of those fans even saying, I'm full, man. I don't, I don't need all this right here. But for somebody like me who has gone in cold, I could appreciate that that that, that Uncle Dicky story, man. And like I said, man, I really just, I could watch this movie just for the way it looks. You know, that's that's one of the cool things with this is that they just didn't go in, because it's from a TV show, they didn't make it look cheap. They knew they were making a movie, and they made a movie. They made a movie that looks beautiful, man. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great-looking film. Um, I think that, you know, be, being on uh, HBO, that's a great way to watch it. You know, you can if you if you start to lose track or start to get you know or start to lose attention, you can kind of do so. I think there's a lot of parts of this movie where if you lose your attention span on this, you ain't gonna really miss nothing, man. <laughs> you really not. You really not. Especially if you don't know the characters. And especially since it's it's so cliche, you can just kind of figure out what yeah. you missed. But I did like it, man. I I did I I did like this. Not a lot, but I enjoyed it. I give it a matinee, probably low matinee, but I did enjoy it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the counterpoint. Um, online talking about it i have a friend well we both have a friend who is a super fan and he loved it he said it was something brilliant and that 
we we missed it or I missed it. And he went through all the things. And it was all all those Easter eggs. Yeah. That that just did it for him. He just loved that. They 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 talked about this and they mentioned this and they mentioned this and they mentioned this. And that's how super fans are. They're like, hey, you give me this main thing I want, I can overlook a lot of the flaws and and just as long as they, they keep pumping these things in. So if that's you, because he, he thought it was the best. Well, that's where I took that stand where it's like, hey, man, I don't. That's why I wasn't coming in me and being mad about the things I didn't get because it's not meant for me. And if, it's, if you're a fan who, who loves that, then that's even better. That's why I was saying it's for the fans. But I even think as being a, a non-fan, when I say non-fan, not because I don't like The Sopranos, it's just I haven't seen it. Uh, that's a win for HBO because it didn't make me want to go back and watch The Sopranos. Oh, now. okay. I, 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 now I want to, even when, I, when it felt like the fan service was too much, I did want to know about the background. Not something like a hairpiece, anything like that. But I want to know more about the history of, of, uh, of some of the other characters. I want to know, I want to know about uh, Tony's mom, man, played by, I thought, uh, wasn't it Vera Farmiga. Farmiga? I thought she was great as Tony's mom, man. And I want to know more about her story. It sounds like she had some illness when she was uh, when she was coming up. And I've seen some episodes of, of The Sopranos just catching it off and on, where uh, I know he just can't stand her sometimes. Or she's always on his ass. And and I've, and so now that I see this background there, it makes me want to go and see what their relationship is like when they're older. Well, that's that's sort of the thing is that because you should go watch this the, this series. And I, I know this will be an unpopular opinion, but the first season was the best. It Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the other season that came afterwards, they, they were good and had good things in them. But that first season, it, it came with the premise of kind of like, um, uh, uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, analyze this, but taken seriously. Like, oh, yeah. hey, what if a mob boss was going to a therapist? Uh, and based on that, it, it, was, it, was a, a real, it was a fantastic way to portray that. It, it made this, this gangster, who gangsters are really d- despicable people, and they don't, they don't actually have any <laughs> redeeming qualities. But Tony was a was a family man. He's trying to keep everything together, and through his eyes, through this antihero, and he went from villain to antihero. You could you could identify with with everything he was going through. Plus, he's suffering depression. He's having to keep it quiet, and, and not let anybody know that he's yeah. seeing a the therapist. Uh, and you'll get really hooked into it. Unfortunately, this uh, Many Saints of Newark doesn't drop you off at a place where you can really go like, oh, I see how this connects to that. Because mm-hmm. when, when this was done, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't see this Tony becoming a mob boss. He's a, he's a troubled kid, but he, he, where he is right now, he could still go either way. Well, yeah, I think that was the point of the movie where it's like, all right, you saw the chance where he had to like probably uh, go off that path of becoming a gangster. Mm-hmm. And sadly, he took that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it it didn't necessarily have to stitch it to where it built me a ladder from one to the other. But at the end, I was just like, eh, I I I guess. Well, what would you give? Oh, I know, I I give this a rental. Rental, and, and, and it's a it's an unenthusiastic rental. Oh, so this that's the series right there. So I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's just that um, just just so many things that it promised or had the promise of, it just kind of failed on. But. I, I could give a, I could give up on you know whatever my expectations were. I did expect it to be, you know, a little fresher. It 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 bugs me that gangster movies can rely on so many cliches and have people have them murder people just because it, satisf- it satisfies the audience's bloodlust. Where I'm like, 
yeah, this murder really doesn't make sense, but people come to watch gangster movies and watch them kill people, so I guess they had to throw it in there. Well, there you go, people. So if you got anything from this, uh, if you haven't watched the show, go see the movie. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. If you've seen this show, you could be disappointed, unless you're a super fan. So unless you're a super fan, and then it tickles all your ivories. Yeah. Uh, Martin gave it a rental. I'm a matinee on this. So maybe it was a good thing. I waited all these years to never see this show, man. Pay it off for me. I, just watch the first episode. You'll, you'll love it, and you'll get hooked into it. I want to do whatever I can to help the family. Money don't get everything, it's true. What it don't get, I can't use. I want money.